Welcome to season two of the Directors Club podcast, exclusively for child care center owners and directors. I'm Noelle Dentino, ex-corporate girl turned child care center owner. I took my corporate skills paired with my sister's early education background to create easy to implement business practices that have made our center, Scribble Time, a huge raging success in our community. And now I'm here to share with you business tips and tools to help you build enrollment, find and hire your next great teacher, and get your center operating just how you want it. Let's do this. Hey there. I sat down a few months ago with a director to discuss the options of selling her childcare center. And as we began the conversation, I realized that wasn't what she wanted at all. It's what she thought was going to happen, given where she was at. As a director, I know it's so easy for us to get bogged down in the day-to-day operations of our center. We think there's only one option to get out of the situation, or maybe we even think it's just the fastest route to solve a problem. The amazing part of connecting with other like-minded directors is that ideas come out of it that can change your whole plan. That's where you begin to hear the joy again and the sparkle. Take a listen. I'm going to meet you on the other end of this conversation and share a few thoughts. This is from the Directors Club, and I want to welcome Ernestine to our podcast today. And she is a child care center director and owner. And Ernestine comes to us today because we're going to talk about whether you keep your center open, whether you close it, or whether you sell it. So we're going to talk about a few different options. And Ernestine, why don't you tell us um, a little bit about your center? How many students do you have and how long have you been in the business? Currently, we have 22 students enrolled. We are licensed for 39. Our center was licensed no March the 9th of 2020 and March the 16th of 2020. We close for a little over four months. Okay. We're we're new as a center, but I'm not new to early childhood. I have worked in early childhood for over 30 years, working as a family child care provider, working in different child care centers with different government-funded programs, working as a consultant, helping people start their child care businesses. So I'm not new to this field. Okay, great. In your area where you're from, is child care centers, are they full with enrollment or are they struggling to get enrollment? Okay, so we could be full if we had staff. Okay. I have over 20 children on a waiting list. Every week I'm adding children to the waiting list. Do you emotionally like want to close the center down and move on to something new? No, I don't. You want to keep it? Yes, I want to keep it. You know what? I like what we do here. We actually, we really focus on the social emotional skills of the children. We're helping them to identify their feelings. We're helping them to be able to articulate their feelings, articulate what they feel. And and this is a needed thing. Yes. So I love, I have to tell you, I love what I do. When I am in there with those children, which I should probably be doing paperwork, but I don't have time to do. I I love it. I love it. No, I don't want to close. I honestly, I don't. 
I totally hear that. So what I, I'm going to ask you a few questions about what's going on now. So first of all, in your community, are you in the, like, are you anywhere near the border of another state that has like lower minimum wage or near a big city that might have more people that live there? I am near a border state. I'm like an exit. You can get to me from two different exits with very low digit numbers. Okay. Okay. So there's Mm -hmm. another town closer to me and their minimum wage is higher. Yep. And their childcare rates are higher and they have more childcare centers. Okay. Because I would be considered a rural program. Got it. So some of the things that I want to talk about are the, when you're looking for staff, because that's what you need right now, numbers, and you are just a little over half of what you're licensed for that you have for students. And so typically you're not breaking even until 75, 80% of your, even more, could be even over 85, closer to 85% um, full. That is correct. Yeah, and then that's about when you break even, figure out how to get you another teacher or two so that you'll be able to, at that point, at least break even. When you are putting your ad out, are you using Indeed or something like that? Yes, I've been putting out on Indeed. I have an ad out with our local employment. I have an ad with our local employment service, and I've been putting it on our Facebook page also. Good. I have contacted churches. I've emailed churches and let them know that we're hiring. Done several things. All right. So, judging in the job ad, is it a typical job ad where you're talking about what requirements are required and what you're looking for? Or um, is the job ad focused on like how amazing it is to work at a center with someone that's had so much experience and dedicated to the social? learning and the benefits you get as an employee. Okay. If my first ad, I I put an ad out like that, that told them, you know, we're a wonderful place to work. You can grow, you can train, you can learn how to become a wonderful person working here. So I, I put an ad out like that. Okay. And then I put another ad out, letting them know what the requirements were for this job. And I got 78 people to apply for this job. And out of 78 people, maybe three had the qualifications. Yeah. And maybe one responded. Yeah. I think I did have three come for an interview. I had one who came and she wanted, I think her, her first pay was she wanted $18 an hour. Our, our yeah, minimum wage is $7.35. Oof, okay. That's our minimum wage. Yeah. And she wanted $18 an hour. Yeah. Not happening. <laughs> yeah. And, and so I find that with other centers I've worked with, if the ad is always about the benefits of working benefits, meaning what they get physically, like from a, like an insurance or time off, putting a pay scale in there, talking about you said to me, cause when you light up, when you talk about your school and why you do it and the social emotional aspect, and you're so skilled 
30 years. So to know that you have a director that's skilled and invested in this, I think is really important to put in that ad. And talking about the team, I would put a really positive ad out there and maybe a download that they can download like the benefits they get. And then ask current employees to go on Indeed and to rate your school and have them say what it's like to work for you, what they enjoy about the working for you. And this way, when you put another ad out, you can, they can actually see, oh, look at this job ad is amazing. I have a podcast that walks you through how to write a job ad. Um, okay. If you need that. And then having the girls go and, or who, men, whoever is working for you, go to the meeting and really putting it out there. And then on your Facebook posts, um, posting something nice about your teachers every once in a while, like a couple times a week. Talking okay. about the work environment, anything that you do for I just was looking at someone's news feed with them the other day and always making sure in the news feed that you're putting positive things. Somebody did something great, activities. Here's an example of a social emotional activity that we did, or just you're catching a glimpse of someone helping someone and solving a problem together. And you're posting that, even posting if you get them coffee or something, a cup of coffee or a nice note that you wrote them, really showcasing that on the news feed. And then, do have you ever done a job ad on Facebook? Yes, I have. Yeah. So do that. Put some ads out on Facebook because those are free. Okay. And then, I'm trying to think of what, do you have any groups in your area? Like we have where we're from. Like, like Facebook groups? Yes. Like it's like everything North Attleboro, everything. Oh, yes. Yeah. I've, been po I've been posting to those. I I'll be honest with you. I haven't posted a... Uh, Facebook ad, job ad in a while. I had just started using Indeed, yeah. but I will do that. And I put those in the different groups, like what's happening in this area group and yes. you know, the different areas. So I can do that. Try that also on your personal page. Just share, like I have this job opening and I love working with early educators. If you're someone that wants to get into the field or looking for a career change, go that route. I was on a conference call, a training session last year with Vernon Mason, where he was talking about looking for job ads, looking for candidates. And one suggestion he gave was local healthcare companies like hospitals, uh, nursing homes, reaching out those type of employees. They're like in the same job market, but they go for the elderly. Maybe someone's willing to switch. If you can reach out to, I actually do a Facebook ad like an actual advertisement and target the area hospitals. And sometimes you'll get CNAs that want to move over to the childcare industry and maybe something they can come as an assistant and then work their way up. Okay. Well, let me think what else the job, have you had any access to the, any of the federal money? Yes, I have. In fact, that is one of the only reasons why we're honestly still able to function right now. Yeah. So, yeah. So sad. I didn't know if they were giving out any money for employees because sometimes they, our state gave like a lump sum to each per, each center and we had to give it to the employees. And so I saved some of it and gave it as a sign-on bonus and we gave them $250 sign-on bonuses. Our state did that earlier, but it had to go to that specific employee. Oh, yeah. Okay. And so I would just saturate the market right now with you. 
with the good things on your Facebook page, with Indeed, your employees saying good things about you, going into everything groups, you posting, even do you have email addresses of any past customers? Yes, I do. So you could email your past customers and say, I'm so excited. Things are going so well at our center. I have some openings. And if you know anybody looking to get into the early education field or who's unhappy where they're at, I would love to talk to them about a career here at my child care center. Mm-hmm. Yes. And just and I, I talk to current parents too, also. Oh, good. We're, we're looking. Yeah. I don't know if this will work for you because sometimes it works for me and sometimes it doesn't, but care.com. Okay. I will put in, and they're much less expensive than Indeed. I will put an ad on care.com mm-hmm. and typically get a clients, a few potential employees. Okay. And I, I don't know how big that is in your area. Do you have a, like a vocation? There, there is one. Okay. There is one. I know that there is. Yeah. It's probably in the, the next two cities over from me. Okay. But people do drive from those areas to work. So there is one in the area. Okay. So maybe um, reaching out to the, if you talk to them, if you reach out to them, they will put you in touch with the person that you should be speaking to about hiring people. Okay. And maybe graduates or upcoming students that I know you have to wait a long time for them to come to you. Let's tackle all that and see if you can increase your um, staffing. What about your current staff? Do they know anybody? I I do have a couple current staff who do know people, but it's the hours that these people are available to work. And you need someone that four to six and that's six to 10. So (laughs) that they're not available for that, those hours where you really need them. Yeah. So are you open at night as well? No, I'm open from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Oh, got it. So I need someone from, if I could get someone from 6 to 8 or 6 to 9, then I could possibly fill in with other people. But people have kids and they want what they call mommy hours. Yeah. And it's just hard. What about... Enrolling some of these students and saying, I don't have care for you until 8.30. Okay, that's an idea. So you could shorten hours and maybe not short and say cut. Just dedicated hours. Because like yes. when you're in a family child care, yes. they have dedicated hours. Yes. So these are your dedicated hours that I have available for you. Yes. yes. So if you could I find understand. a nine to three or nine to four person, maybe you could bring on a few of those students because those parents might be like, oh, I'll grab that while she has it. And then say to them down the road, my intention is to find more hours, want more people. Okay. So maybe you could get some people in that way. That's what we ended up cutting our hours because we couldn't find people. So now we're um, expanding our hours after a few months because I did find people to stay later. Mm -hmm. So I I have to tell you, COVID is crushing us yes let's see in september the beginning end of august beginning of september we had to shut down for COVID. okay we came back two weeks later we shut down then about a week ago we were shut down and then i had a parent who tested positive 
And so we yeah. didn't have to shut down, but just this minute before I got on this call with you, one of my staff just told me she tested positive. Ugh. So you're shutting down and you're not getting paid for it. You're getting tuition. We are, yeah, we are still billing. Good. We are still billing because we have to. We don't Good. have a choice. Yeah. We really don't have a choice. Yeah. But now yeah. I have to call the parents of all of these kids that are in here right now and let them know we have yeah. to close. Now tell me, do you have to close the whole center, like all the kids and students and teachers? Together? Okay, the way right now we have one classroom that we have open because it holds 20 children. Okay. And some of our kids are at elementary school right now. Oh, yes. And so that reduces our numbers of the kids that are here. Okay. And so we just... I'm looking and every child that is in here right now was in contact with that teacher yesterday. Oh yeah. Yeah. Maybe you find a way. I don't know. You'd have to like really look at your schedule and just try ways not to combine kids and teachers. It's only, I don't know how big you are. It's seven children that I'm looking at. (laughs) Oh, it's seven. That's so tough. And so if you really, I know COVID kills everybody. Oh my gosh so frustrating and it's discouraging sometimes I think too but mm-hmm. I do think we have to look at the good side even <laughs> and that's yes. what I had it took me last year I was struggling with all this too just for running my child care center I was so stressed out I really find that focusing on the thing you're talking about you lit up when you talked about your experience and what you want and what is happening at your child care center and I think we need to hold on to that and share that and talk about it so it keeps lifting us up in these dark times. <laughs> yes, because I'll tell you, I do love this. Yeah, I do. I love what I do. I'm passionate about it. I just love it. Yeah, you that's know? so great. What it, we talked about, like your biggest thing is not being able to find staff. So you can't bring in more people. You're losing the money. Like why? What do you do about being open? One thing I want to ask you is, do you have a CPA? Yes, I do. Oh, excellent. So that's one thing I think is so important to talk to them too and get their opinions of other things that you can do. Is your licensing agency doing anything to help with staffing? No. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> yep. I've gone to ours and I'm like, could you please do a campaign across the state about wanting to work here and the benefits of working in early education and nothing? In fact, you know, I actually had spoke with one of the senator's aides before when I was trying to, I'm pushing, can you guys please pass this bill? Cause we need funding. Yes. And I'm yes. thinking, you know what? I'm thinking about contacting him because from what I did speak with someone over at licensing and from what I found out, they really don't have any pool. They yes. just don't yeah. have any pool. You have to go to a legislative person. Yes. To get something to happen. And that you have, you have state level people and then you have federal level people. And so I hit the state people all. I email them every Friday. <laughs> I'm a crazy person. We have no staff. We have. No, you know, you're just persistent. <laughs> yes. I want them to hear us, you know, yes. and what the real problems are, not just what, I don't know who they're hearing other things from. So I think that's great that you're doing that. I would reach out to them too. Because every state has some type of employment department. We have one called Mass Hires. I never knew about this one until two years ago. 
where they help people find jobs and they have held job fairs for me for free. Everything's free. Just have to report who you hired so that they can track it. But they may have people that they're in contact with that are looking for jobs. I got together with a few childcare centers and they pulled together for us in our, they were posting on Facebook about our jobs. Um, they were doing a job fair for us. They posted on their website for us. So there could be a resource in your state as well. Okay. And, and I'm also involved with Chamber of Commerce, so I can contact Excellent. them again. And I, I do work with our local unemployment employment agency. Excellent. So I will contact them again. Yeah. Maybe you can put a poster up or something. Yes. It's, I'll, I'll be honest with you. My whole thing is I'm always having to be in the classroom. Yes. So yes. things that you need to do, and that would be nice to do. And this is not an excuse, even though it sounds, I'm not able to do it because I'm always in the classroom. I got it. Yeah. So what I want you to do is think about on the days you're in the classroom and you don't have time to do this stuff during rest time. Can you spend just 15 minutes writing a quick email to somebody, posting on Facebook one thing? posting in a group something and just spend 15 minutes a day on in on hiring yes yes I can good do that try that sometimes I find that I'm just gonna from 1 to 115 kids asleep and just gonna do this and while I'm sitting there try that and just every day dedicate 15 minutes so that's an hour and 15 minutes a week that you're just solely focused on finding people mm -hmm. Write that email to the staff, to your old employee uh, customers. Mm -hmm. What about any old employees that you had that you liked? I had some that I liked. I liked all of them, to be honest with you. But they have like different reasons why they cannot yeah. work. Sure. Yeah. I totally get that. Uh, so you came to me about the finances are tight and that you want to go ahead and figure out whether you should buy or should sell or close or whatever you need to do. And I think the biggest issue is obviously finding staff. But, you know, in this process, you, you must do you have a profit and loss statement that you look at frequently. Yes. Oh, I good. Yay. <laughs> So that's a great document, obviously, to look at. And I'm going to assume that you are, your expenses are as tight as possible. And because I oh, can yes. see it's just revenue. Yes. You, it's just the revenue that you're missing. Mm -hmm. um, and hopefully maybe you can bring on some students that will just come mother's hours. Mm -hmm. You could work something out for that. But what I always like, I think talking to the CPA is so important, whether you open try and sell it that could be another option is to find a broker to try and sell do you own the building i don't own the building okay someone might want to come in and take a turnkey center the, right now the financials will be weak though so i don't you'd have to talk to them about about presenting that mm -hmm. but i really think that you might be able to find hopefully if you can dedicate a little bit of time every day some staff to get that increase up Okay. Like if you have seven kids today, how many can you have today with the current staff that you have? Okay. With the current staff that I have that are here today and myself, if the children were all 36 months and above, we could have 20. Okay. 
All right. So I have another idea. <laughs> you just said that. So that's 11, that's 13 more kids that you can have. Yes. What about putting together something to the community about how important social emotional development is? And saying we have a program nine to two, or you could do a drop-in program. Okay. And, and getting... you know what? I've thought about that. I honestly have thought about that because I'll tell you right now, we have two suites. So yep. we're only really using one of the suites. And I was trying to see if we could maybe separate the suites and get two different certificate of occupancies. Okay. okay. So I, I did think about that. I, I'm just, I haven't had time to act. Sure. Get that. So what we do at our school when we first started was we did a drop-in program and we really pushed social emotional development and work at home parents. Now think of the community that you're in. There could be people working from home right now that have these little ones Mm -hmm. and it's cheaper to be home with them, do that than it is to send them to childcare. And you could offer a drop-in program, but keep them with the seven so you don't have to get another certificate yet. Mm -hmm. And they could call you up last minute, or maybe they have conference calls all day on one day a week, and they could drop the kids off for a few hours. Okay. And with the group that you have, the seven that you have, so you don't need to do anything different, they sign the same contracts, but the contract says this is drop-in only. It says that you have to drop off no anytime from nine o'clock on and need to be picked up. What time's your rest time? Our rest time is generally 1231 o'clock. Yeah. So you could say you have to pick up at 1215. You could even mm-hmm. do a half day or a full day. Mm-hmm. And my, my half day rates are 60% of my full day rates. Okay. And they could call you up right now and say, do you have any openings right now? And you could say, yes, you only have seven kids right now. So you right. can take that kid or they can say, oh, next two. I never go more than two weeks because if you fill the spot. So you could book something out that way and take temporary care. Okay. And get a little bit of money in and really push the fact that is your child home alone. I work on social, emotional, and academic development and are you looking? I think people are really into socializing their little ones that stay home. So maybe I that will help. That. Yeah, maybe yeah. that will help a little. And then when you're at the Chamber of Commerce, you could talk about or ask them to, to put out for you or you could talk in a meeting and say to all these business people, if your employees have issues care like if as family child care centers they shut down a couple of weeks a year and mm-hmm. I always used to say to the family child care centers I reached out to all of them and said during your vacation send your customers to me I never would enroll them full-time like I'm not going to take anyone's customers but I always was the center that family child care centers send their kids to if if the parents going to take the same week vacation as the provider and with the chamber of commerce saying the same thing to them you know, if your employers can't, employees can't get childcare, I'm a drop-in service. Did I Can answer you? You did yes. answer my question. I'm going to tell you, and you gave me a lot of awesome ideas that I just have to put in place. Okay, good. Yeah. Uh, so much on your plate. 
Yeah. And I love I, that you still yeah. have that energy inside you to keep going. I love that. But you know what? I'm going to tell you every morning I wake up and you know what I say? It's fabulous. But you yeah. know what? It is fabulous. The work that I do because I know how important it is. Yes. I, I do. So that's my thing. I know what we do here is so important. That's so great. And I, I just want it. to be able to continue playing it. <laughs> well, I want I like that for you too. And I, I want that for you too. And I think it's going to happen for you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, yes. really, thank you so much. I, I really appreciate this. If you need more support, I will cheering you on. Thank you so much, Noelle. I really appreciate this. You're welcome. Many of us are now coming out of COVID regulations. The stress of that, finding employees, and balancing a budget is a burden. Early education is not going back to the old ways. Typically, when things go bonkers in our world, they don't go back to normal. We just say the new way. But when you're an entrepreneur or a leader of a business, you know that it's just the way. There's a block in the road, you find a way around it, or you stop there and settle down, or even close down. While we all have struggles like this director, something really stuck out to me. Did you hear her joy? Her voice sparkled when she started talking about her work as an early educator. We all have that inside ourselves. That's why we got into the field. We just have to find it again. We have to remove ourselves from that negative conversation and make a decision that we want to find the sparkle again. Now, I know that the answer could end up being she closes and many centers are in the situation. And as hard as that is, sometimes it just is the answer. But I need you to know, plan B isn't so bad. I spent my first 13 years after college working in investment banking I loved my job. I loved the people I work with. I loved the work that I did. And then one day there was a merger and I got laid off and thought it was the end of my life. <laughs> Until I sat down and brainstormed with my dad and my sister about my next steps. And 18 years later, I sit inside my center that I would never have thought that I would have owned or even worked with little kids. And I love this job even more than I loved the last one. Watching a child who struggles have success is so amazing to me. One of my favorite things about being a director is having a teacher who's seriously struggling in the classroom and now watching her be so successful, that lights up my life. Another thing that I love is I love working with a director who's struggling and overwhelmed and bringing her sparkle back. Brainstorming or masterminding is a way to bring that spark back. It gets the creative juices flowing. And when we have something new to look forward to, you, it gives you hope, right? Her and I spoke through what she thought she had to do and came up with some things she could try before doing that. We also found some time during rest time to implement the work. She got the sparkle back and she got her hope back. So today I'm challenging you. I want you to find another early educator who wants to be on the positive path with you. Share this podcast and say, let's solve our problems together. Or 
You can meet me in the Directors Club membership. Head over to thedirectorsclub.net and join the club. I would love to work with you and get your sparkle back at your child care center. I want you I want to thank you for listening. If you're struggling with something and can't find anyone, I want you to DM me on my Directors Club Facebook page. I'll give you a free brainstorming session just like this woman and turn it into a podcast confidentially. The more we work together, the better our industry will be. And I know how hard these past few years have been on all of us. And I want you to know I continue to cheer you on. I hope you have an awesome week, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. If you know another director who might benefit from listening, please share the link to my podcast. I love connecting with directors and sharing business tips to make their lives easier, too. The show notes below have all the links from the podcast and my social media connections. I'd love you to tell me how I'm doing by rating the show or leaving a comment. Hope you have a great week. I'll be cheering you on.